The New York Times just put out a retraction. No, it's not the New York Times. It's the Washington Post. No, it's the New York Times. No, it's the Washington Post. Actually, it's a twofer. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Let's start with the New York Times. And then I will bring you to the Washington Post. When I get to the Washington Post story, if you're driving... I'm going to need you not to let go of the wheel. I'll get to the story in just a moment. Let's start with the New York Times. The New York Times is, well, kind of saying that they owe Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, an apology. The story is at hotair.com. Ed Morrissey is writing. Because as, you know, they discuss it, what's going on in Florida when you talk about COVID cases... They opened up, but they did not have the, uh, the what, what's the word I'm looking for? They did not have the cases, the problems that places like New York had. New York had far serious problems, more serious problems. Same with California. Florida did a better job. Certainly people died in Florida, but lockdown did not have to be the answer. And the New York Times, writing that to bask in that feeling, even if it is only that, is to ignore the heavy toll the coronavirus exacted in Florida. One that is not yet over. More than 32,000 Floridians have died. An unthinkable cost that the state's leaders rarely acknowledge. What are they supposed to do? You know, rent their clothes and, and, and just sit there in tears every second of the day? They're, they're running a state. Miami-Dade County averaged more than 1,000 new coronavirus cases a day over the past two weeks, one of the nation's most serious outbreaks. And Florida is thought to have the highest concentration of B117, which is a variant of, of COVID, first identified in the UK, which is interesting that the New York Times said this because we're not allowed to notice uh, that coronavirus comes from Wuhan. Remember, if you noted that the virus was from China, you were a racist or something. But it's okay to note that the variant comes from the UK. Totally fine. F the Brits. Right? Isn't that is that or is that not right? New York Times. F these people. That's what I thought. They continue, yet Florida's death rate is no worse than the national average, and better than that of some other states that imposed more restrictions, despite its large numbers of retirees, young partiers, and tourists. Caseloads and hospitalizations across most of the state are down. Ten, no, here it is. Let me say it properly. The tens of thousands of people who died were in some ways the result of an unspoken grand bargain. The price paid for keeping as many people as possible employed, educated, and some Floridians would argue sane. Holy cow. That's your way of apologizing? That what Ron DeSantis and, and officials did is say, ah, yeah, it's some dead people, but it's okay because we got spring break and that's cool. People die of the flu. People die of all sorts of things. You don't stop society. This is just a diseased thought. Florida had better outcomes than expected, better outcomes than other states, but it was all part of a grand bargain where they let people die. What's the big deal? If they had just hid in their homes... You'd only have 31,000 people dead instead of 32,000. They never ask about the cost.
They play no, uh, they pay no attention, and they, they, they think little of Bastiat about the unseen, about what was indeed given up. The people of Florida didn't have to hide under their beds. They didn't cause the virus. They don't have to live in fear. And as Ed Marcy points out justly, if Florida had better outcomes, what exactly is the unspoken grand bargain? It cannot, as Charles C.W. Cook of National Review points out, it cannot simultaneously be true that the tens of thousands of people who died were in some ways the result of an unspoken grand bargain and that Florida's death rate is no worse than the national average and better than that of some other states that impose more restrictions. This is just the New York Times hating you. This is the bias. And this is nothing compared to the Washington Post. Now, when I tell you that you're going to need to hold on to the wheel if you're driving, I am not joking. I... I can't say this enough. I cannot give enough ample warning to what is about to happen. Oh my God, okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm. What's going on? Holy crap, I am freaking out. I cannot say it enough. You've been warned. If you're driving, hands on 10 and 2. If you're in your home, don't throw anything. If you're at work, headphones. This is a correction from the Washington Post. I am sorry that I missed this a few days ago. Are you ready? Here we go. Correction. Two months after the publication of this story... The Georgia Secretary of State released an audio recording of President Donald Trump's December phone call with the state's top elections investigator. You already know where this is going, don't you? Hands on 10 and 2! Do not, do not, do not list me as somebody who caused this accident. Of course, this is the famous phone call where we were told that Donald Trump said, you need to find the fraud. You need to switch some votes for me. This is a correction from the Washington Post. The recording revealed that the Post misquoted Trump's comments on the call based on information provided by a source. Trump did not tell the investigator to, quote, find the fraud, unquote, or say she would be a, quote, national hero, unquote, if she did so. Instead, Trump urged the investigator to scrutinize ballots in Fulton County, Georgia, asserting she would find, quote, dishonesty, unquote, there. He also told her that she had, quote, the most important job in the country right now, unquote. A story about the recording can be found here. The headline and text of this story have been corrected to remove quotes misattributed to Trump. I need you to breathe. I need you to keep breathing. As Mark Hemingway points out, the follow-up story from the Post 
the headline is not Trump's remarks grossly misrepresented across media because we credulously fall for political ops. No, 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 no. It's not that honest. The Washington Post headline on the follow-up is recording reveals details of Trump call to Georgia's chief elections investigator. They lied. And instead of even even admitting to the lie, the headline just says, oh, here's a follow-up on a story you don't care about. Have a nice day. We don't have to pay any attention to the fact or draw attention to the fact that we failed. You trust the media? How could you do it? And oh, I don't want to hear it from journalists or reporters who listen to this show or tell me that I'm unfairly uh, painting journalists. No, 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 no. Screw you. I get unfairly painted all the time. Oh, you're a right-wing radio host. You must be a racist and a white supremacist. You just hate black people and gay people. You probably hate Jews, too. I am Jewish. Oh, that's a likely story. I get this all the time, constantly. I am more honest than the Washington Post has ever been, possibly ever. What the hell is going on? They lied. They lied to move narrative because the truth is unimportant and inconsequential to them. They don't give a damn. Pay attention to the Washington Post at your at your peril. Pay attention to the New York Times at your peril. They lie. They manipulate. They fail to deal with things honestly. There is more honesty in talk radio than there has ever been in the past two decades in, in, in your local paper. I'm sorry, in your national paper. Your local paper might do it right. I don't know. Then certainly the New York Times and the Washington Post. There we go. We'll say it that way. Talk radio is more honest than the Washington Post and the New York Times. Because we've seen what it is they do, how much they hate you, they despise you, they loathe you. Honestly, trust them at your own peril. I'm Tony Katz.